Hello everyone, Spot of Nerd here with a brand new episode. Super duper thank you to everybody, really, supporters, listeners, viewers. If you want to listen to this, of course, we are putting a lot of these newer episodes throughout all the ways of today, uh, specifically podcasts. Uh, you can listen on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. This one is going to be a longer one. I do fair warn you in a good way because there is a lot of content to talk about and very few edits, as I've said many times before, because frankly, it's just as easier that way. But you're also getting a little bit more realness about me, Spot of Nerd. I've got my handy dandy little tablet here. And because that, I mean, there's so much to talk about right now. It's crazy. It really is. And just to show you how real this is, I've got a cat here that is being an asshole. Stop. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and there's weird noises in the background, it's a cat. I promise. Anyway, the big topic of discussion last sunday if you were ever a fan to begin with i swear to god i'm gonna kill you <laughs> okay let's go back you have to i swear to christ i will fuck you up stop stop now he thinks it's a game Okay, back on track. Little fucker, I've stopped. His name is James. I love him to death, but we need to get back and focus in on this new episode because, again, there's so much to talk about, specifically in the streaming, TV, movies, etc. For those that have watched from the beginning, last Sunday was the series finale of The Walking Dead. And... Let's be very honest, that show died years ago, probably around season, I want to say probably around season five or six. When they, when they kind of brought Negan into it, I really do feel that is where the show fell apart. The comic books is where you really will find a lot of the true epicness that The Walking Dead is, but... I really, I mean, you can look back on Spot of Nerd with you uh, with the YouTube channel and everything in between. The Walking Dead was, to me, just an incredible show. It really, overall, was something amazing. Uh, Norman Reedus, I think that's his name, the guy that plays Daryl, Andy Grimes, you know, Rick Grimes, and... Shane, who, of course, turned out to be the Punisher later on in different Marvel series. There's just so much incredible storytelling with The Walking Dead. Again, it is all based off of a comic book graphic novel that, to this day, if you want to read something and visually see some of the greatest comic book writing that has ever existed, 
I highly, highly encourage you to go and actually read the comic books, the graphic novel, The Walking Dead, because I do believe you will get far more out of that than you will the actual show. But, you know, it definitely was getting to that point of silliness near the end. And I think that's where it kind of died. And I'm really glad they actually cut it. You know, like there is going to be a Walking Dead universe we are going to be, there's like a spinoff series where Negan and Maggie will go to New York. Daryl will go to Paris somehow. That's where I'm going to, that's a little far-fetched if you ask me. The most important though that we're going to get in terms of spinoffs that we have all been waiting for. Uh, again, going back to where really the show did kind of die was when they sort of kind of killed off uh rick grimes which turns out he didn't die because he got captured by like these elite group of survivors it's a very long story you if you don't know what i'm talking about don't worry about it but the long story short of it i think that's where the series finale kind of regrouped us in terms of the fans in terms of getting us excited again was because you know he obviously is in the series finale. Andrew Andrew Grimes, um, Andrew Lincoln is his name, but of course he plays Rick Grimes. Sorry, I'm getting the names confused. But, and it was a beautiful piece. It was an absolutely beautiful little five, four or five minute segment that I might actually even just put at the end of this because it really was, it go, it went back to the roots of what The Walking Dead was, what it is because like i said it did it went downhill once they took him off but it really kind of regrouped once they brought a lot more of the basics in it's it's a little convoluted but what i'm trying to get at is you know there's so much that they put into this show that i think a lot of it kind of fell apart for example you know they started giving you variants of zombies where they could start climbing walls and it's just silly at that point because they don't climb walls zombies do not climb walls it's ridiculous but um there would even be some points where you know there would be a horde of zombies that all of a sudden now you can fight off this horde of zombies where before you would just be eaten alive it's it's little things like that that kind of ruined the show but again Kind of when you got back to, they actually changed producers. I have no idea the names, but they went from like this one dude to this one gal. And I really do think she actually kind of revitalized the show in a way. But I think what really the ultimate demise of it was, I think they just incorporated too much. They really took, they took the comic book, there's a part in the comic book where they go and they find this city where there are tens of thousands of survivors. And I think that's where, from a from a television standpoint, they didn't have the budget, they didn't really have a great story arc for any of these characters. So it was hard to kind of, I think, especially once you get into season 7 and season 8 and season 9, they made it 11 seasons you know, there's only so much you can do at that point. But I really think they concluded the series overall in a good way. You know, they didn't kill off who they needed to kill off. They kept alive who they needed to keep alive. There were definitely some heartfelt moments in the series finale, of course, with um, 
what's her face? Oh my god, Rosita. You know, the the gal who, if you've watched Netflix's uh, Selena, I think was one of the best series ever on Netflix. A lot of people think differently, but I thought that was very well made series whether it's factual or not who knows but if you're looking for a good selena biography go watch that on netflix but you know like i've said just i think bringing back andrew lincoln to play rick grimes to give us a monologue prologue something to be kind of that early story of what the next chapter will be because of course michonne is now you know we found out seasons ago she went off to try to find rick and we're now going to finally get that story that completed story of what happened to rick how michonne is going to find rick and of course their story ending the love story they hopefully will come back together and i really do hope they they bring back the kind of like they'll take rick back to alexandria so he can see his kids again you know, Judith and the other boy, which I've totally forgotten his name, but, you know, I really want to see that. So I hope if anybody at AMC is listening or watching, give us that, you know, give us a positive outcome to where I would even love to see a, you know, a Daryl and Rick getting back together and that bromance that's always been there. If you've ever watched the show, you know that there's always been a bromance with Rick and Daryl. So please, please give us give us that you know why you're sending daryl to paris i don't know but you better make it good because in the zombie apocalypse how the hell are you traveling different continents it's i don't know it's just not really done and quite frankly there's a reason why because it's silly to be to be frank so again finally i will just say if you really if you want to watch something special i'll put it at the end of this uh, episode but that last little segment where they're kind of finishing up the series the walking dead was just beautifully done and even if you're not a fan or if you never even heard of the walking dead i think you can see why just in this four minute clip because it really explains the story the characters and the the fact that the walking dead isn't necessarily the zombies it's actually the people so it's a beautiful thing. In other positive uh, reviewing-esque-ness, if you want to watch something that's been really great on Netflix right now is Wednesday. It is a story based off of Wednesday, the character in the Family Adams series. And Tim Burton writes it, produces it. Can't go wrong there. Tim Burton, of course, has done many, many epic series and films edward scissorhands anything with johnny depp pretty much tim burton has been a part of so yeah you can kind of go with that but yeah it's it was surprising because when you first see the trailer for it you get a little bit of a why on earth would you even make this series but it's very well done it's an original story it's definitely not a reboot they're not trying to tap too much into the the Adams family show the genre they're making this series it's kind of its own and it's really well done it's visually great uh great story writing you know me there's not a lot of politic woke bullshit in there which is quite amazing to be honest especially a show 
like this. And the reason I say like this is because without getting into trouble, you would just think they would incorporate a lot more of that in it, but they kept it to itself. And I think that's why it will be successful is because they've left the politics out. They've left the agendas out and they've just left it to its its origin story of you have this family Adams character, not family Adams, you have this Adams family character Wednesday and the gal who actually plays the character, she's been in other series, if you've ever watched Netflix's You, she was in that as well. She's been in some other stuff too, so look her up. I, again, couldn't tell you the name to save my life, but she's really great actress, and I think she nails this character. Um, there's some other cameos you'll see on the show, uh, original family, Adam's family members, but they're also played with some pretty incredible celebrity cameos. Even Christina Ricci, who was the original Wednesday in the Adams Family film, is in this show. And it's really cool, the character she plays, because it's tied beautifully together in a nice little bow. So if you are looking for something that's quite enjoyable to watch, check out Wednesday. It's on Netflix right now. I'm only about halfway through, but again... So far, I've had no complaints. It's it's you will you'll you'll want to have to pay attention to it. It's definitely something you will want to put your devices down, but um, in all the best way possible, you know. So check that out. Now, other stuff you have to bear with me. Again, I wrote all this down because there's a lot. Um, Dead to Me just finished up its entire series as well. It's, um, I've mentioned this briefly before, but it's got Christina Applegates in there, Married with Children. I finally finished up the actual series itself, and again, just a very well done show. There is some agendas and politics in there, but not enough to ruin the show, if that makes sense. So if you are looking for something funny to watch based around murder and mystery, um, the way I kind of best put it, I don't know if I've said this before, but it's it's similar to like a Breaking Bad, but almost like a parody of Breaking Bad. So there's a lot more jokes and basically a lot of f the word fuck is everywhere and it's absolutely placed beautifully. This is why I give credit to the show. So I think it was done overall pretty good. The I think it, it's one of those COVID ruined a lot of these shows because, you know, you had the first season, you had the second season. COVID goes, and then you don't actually get a third season until years later. So I think that's what ultimately kind of maybe, I wouldn't say it ruined this show, but it definitely, I think, finalized it. I think they could have probably had a few more seasons, but Netflix decided to close it out with season three. You know, similar side tangent, but if you look at Carnival Row with Orlando, Orlando Bloom... Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Amazing show. Absolutely amazing show. I just found out through a teaser, actually, that they're only going to be doing one more season. So the show will finalize in the second season. And it's a bummer because if you look at the writer's notes, you look at these articles as to why are they finishing up the series already is because of because of budgets and COVID and, you know, other things that these actors and actresses have to do. So... I hope they conclude it very well, but at the same time, I really wish they would have kind of kept going with it because it is a show you could have easily had multiple seasons with. But um, again, we'll just have to see how it all turns out, 
you know what I mean? So check out Dead to Me on Netflix if you are looking for something funny. Definitely not for the kiddies. Lots of violence and anger and stuff, but in a parody kind of way, if that makes sense. Uh, let's see, what else did I have written down? Do, 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 do. Ooh, uh, on Disney Plus right now, pretty good in respects to if you liked the old Santa Claus films with Tim Allen. Disney has just released the Santa Clauses. And it's a, apparently it's a six episode series. I don't know if they'll do more than this, but there's the first three episodes have just come out on Disney Plus and it's pretty good. You know, this is, I mean, this is not going to win any Emmys. It's definitely something you can keep on the background. But if you, if you did enjoy the Santa Claus films with Tim Allen, you know, they did three of them. The first was amazing. The second was terrible. Just the whole cloning thing was weird. But I did actually really enjoy the third film when they brought um, Steve Martin, not Steve Martin, was Steve Martin? Basically the guy that played Jack Frost. It was really cute, Christmassy, if you really want the Christmassy vibes, especially we're in that kind of season coming up December. Um, the show really is picking up where it left off. You know, it's, it's telling the story of Santa Claus retiring and who he's going to find as a replacement. But so far it's pretty good. You know, it definitely is more centered for the kiddies, but, uh, you know, if you, like I said, I grew up with the Santa Claus, so I have to watch it. I really do. You know, it's, it's kind of these things. It's like car wrecks. I've said this before, that cliche, you, you, you can't look away. You got to watch it because it's Tim Allen. It's the Santa Claus, blah, 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 blah. So definitely check that out though. If you are looking for a newer holiday type show thing, uh, let's see. Do, do, do. If you're listening, again, I'm looking at my notes right now. I've said this, we'll go into it a lot more down the road because we're only, well, I guess, no, we're, we're actually almost finishing up with the, uh, the first season, The Peripheral. I'm going to actually devote, I'm not going to talk too much about it right now. I will devote an entire episode to The Peripheral. It's on Amazon Prime right now. First season new project based off the writers that made Westworld unbelievable we will have the first season finale I think tomorrow actually so yeah I'll watch that and then we'll do a full review on it but I tell you what if you want to watch something incredible future type show time travel type show futuristic unbelievable show the peripheral right now Amazon Prime you should definitely be watching because dear god if you're watching the lord of the ring show you are wasting your life sweet mother of god go watch my episode listen to it etc the lord of the ring show was a pile i don't even know what worse than ass is if you had ass below ass below ass whatever below that ass is doesn't even come close to the level of ass that that lord of the Rings show was so you've been warned um what else did I write down? Dun, 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 dun. Titans. Great DC show. Not really vibing currently on the new season. Season 4 right now. This whole Bloody Mary type god chick person. You know, it's still a good show. But I will be very honest. DC, Titans, you've done better. 
And I really, we're only three or four episodes in, so I hope this is just building towards something great. Because you obviously gave us a little, it was that cliche, the fishing line, you you lured us in with Superman and Lex Luthor. But that first or two, that first or second episode, you detoured in 180 degrees towards something that, quite frankly, I'm not really understanding right now. So I'm hoping the show will actually, this season will get better. Titans is an amazing show from DC, uh, live action Titans. So if you do enjoy those characters, you will love this show. But I'm hoping this season four does get better. Something we'll talk about a little bit more again down the road because I think it does it's worthy of its own episode I believe so for now I encourage you to watch Titans if you haven't or if you are watching this current season as I've always said let me know in the comments what do you think are you enjoying it so far do you understand it do you have any idea what the hell is going on or do you kind of maybe agree with me and think they could be doing better because I do genuinely believe Yeah, Titans, you can do better than this. You're kind of failing miserably right now. So we'll just leave it at that. Speaking of other, I guess, darker shows. I'm saying this a lot, but I promise because there's so much to talk about with these shows. But one as well that just finished up its first season. uh, Andor, Star Wars, Disney Plus just finished up its first season yesterday or a couple days ago, depending on whenever you watch this. And... I've said this many times, and I will say it many times in the future. Andor was, is the, honestly, one of the best shows I have ever seen in my life. Take the Star Wars out of it. It could genuinely survive on its own as a standalone series. The fact that you've put Star Wars on it gives me hope that you finally have figured it out, Lucasfilm, Disney, that you can actually produce amazing Star Wars shows without giving us woke agenda bullshit uh keep that up i promise you as a fan diehard fan we will keep watching when you keep giving us shows like this visually stunning writing is amazing the characters uh the guy who plays andor don't have a clue what his name is but completely epic character uh portrays if you if you enjoy the rogue one movie you will adore this show and you will probably find it better than the movie because I really think it is nailing every aspect of what makes a great television series. So keep that up, Disney. We will do we'll do we'll dedicate a whole show to it another time in the future. But um so stay tuned for that. But if you are looking for the best Star Wars show ever, go check out Andor right now because you will not be disappointed at all. And Andor, The Walking Dead. Okay. I wanted to leave this till the last part of this episode and we'll wrap it up because sometimes I know I can ramble on these things or I might just be a broken record depending on what we're talking about. So we I want to talk a little bit non-streaming, but I guess it's streaming. The World Cup. Let's say let's just talk a little bit about the World Cup that is currently going on in Qatar 2022. Yes, I want to talk a little bit on the political side. At the same time, I want to talk about my boys, the the England national team, their first game destroying Iran 6-2. to 
that in the in the tournament aspect in the competitive aspect i am sincerely excited because i have not seen an english team like this in my whole life i really haven't and i'm super excited because i hope that lasts tomorrow friday the 25th if you are watching this another time we will be playing the us of a and i do want to win of course because that will enable us to potentially just move on right to the next round but, you know, I also support the U.S. team because it's the U.S. team. So I do want them to do well as well. But we actually, England and the USA, haven't played together for probably over a decade now. And there hasn't been a lot of goal scoring in those, ga in those games. So honestly, tomorrow it's up in the air. We, we won't know until tomorrow happens. But um, I'm super excited to see England hopefully as they say, uh, bring it home. You know, it's, you've probably heard that song. Maybe I'll play it over in the background of this episode, but, uh, you know, it's coming home is the song of the English national football team, because dear God, we have not won a world cup in over 50 years. And it's about fucking time that we do. We have come so close on so many levels, but you know, maybe this first game hopefully will show us that we can finally do it this time. So reversing gears, I want to talk a little bit more on the political side of it because I'm going to go against the grain on this and maybe we'll talk about this more in a future episode. But, you know, what I want to get across, and this is just, again, just my viewpoint, my opinion, I am fully aware of the shit that goes down over there you know you look at the facts of not only is this the most expensive world cup uh you know you're putting it in a place that is horrible and what i mean by that is you know you look at the statistics now that over six thousand people were killed building these stadiums and building the complexes around it to basically house the fans that are coming to watch these games you know, you look at the the social, political aspects of it where, you know, if you are gay or homosexual, you can be murdered in these countries, you know. But what I want to get at is sometimes I think it gets a little bit... I have to be careful if you're listening, if you're watching, you know, I've always got to be careful what I say in this. I am not advocating for any of this culture or what is occurring there currently but what i am trying to get across is i hate this i don't i guess oh uh, you know i'm stalling because it's just there's you know when you want to say something but you got to make sure you say it in the right way the whole issue about people voicing their opinions on how these people are terrible and they kill homosexuals and this and that and that and this and we're going to wear an armband to promote equality and inclusion and diversity. And yet you bowed out in the last minute before the game because you didn't want to be kicked off. And you actually also showed up to play this tournament. You really need to kind of pull back and, to be frank, kind of shut up. Because you only care about the money. If, if you're kind of getting where I'm going with this, because I'm being very... I'm not giving you a lot of details, but I'm hoping you can catch on to what I'm talking about. You know, these teams still are showing up. They're still playing the game. They've bowed out of their supposed boycott. They've bowed out of other things because the bottom line is 
it's all about the money and it's all about the FIFA control they have over these teams and the players. So you can go out and say, you know, shame on Qatar, shame on the Iranian people, shame, 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 shame. You can shame the life out of these people all you want. But the bottom line is you're still supporting your teams. These teams are still going to play the tournament. You allowed the tournament to be held in Qatar. That is what I think my biggest, I will go the opposite direction of most today, is you cannot harp, you cannot bash a culture when you actually agreed to allow them to hold the tournament. And I think that is the biggest piece and the most important piece of all of this is, again, I'm not saying that what they do in their culture is right or is okay, but what I am saying is that you are allowing this tournament to happen in that location. You have an entire world where you could hold this World Cup. You genuinely could have an entire world where you could hold this, even in the United States, which apparently didn't have enough, have a higher enough, have a high enough bill or bid or whatever they want to call it, where you could have promoted every last piece of agenda and politic you wanted, political aspect you wanted. But you didn't because the highest bidder won. And the highest bidder was so happened to be Qatar. So you can't really bitch and complain when you're actually supporting this, believe it or not. Buying the tickets to the games, buying the tickets on the airlines to go to these countries, buying the tickets to buy their food and stay in their hotels. Same with the teams, the players, everything in between. You can't knock their culture when you're literally contributing to the tournament. Now, I know I'm just one person and I have that opinion that might be you might not like, but the bottom line is that that's the fact of the matter. I do not support though that culture, you know, the whole killing people because you're gay and whatever. I mean, that's horrible. It's terrible. The, the killing of... They, they literally had slaves build these stadiums. It is fucking horrible. So my point is, is when are you going to wake up to the fact that they have slaves in 2022? But yet you don't blink an eye when you go to sleep at night. You don't lose an ounce of sleep just going to bed at night. It's just sometimes I say this not really, not, not, not intended the way it should, but I say it kind of laughable. It is that sometimes when I hear about these things, because you could, you continue to promote these things in these countries that are the op that reflect the complete opposite of what America stands for. But yet you still send your team there to play your players still play because it's all about the money. It's all about the paycheck. So I do genuinely hope the future things will change specifically with soccer and specifically with FIFA. I really do. We will we will continue this conversation much more in the future, especially as the tournament goes on and I keep giving you more of these episodes. But I really think sometimes you can't judge a book by its cover without reading the book, if you get my drift. So um, I will just leave it at that. I hope England does amazing against the USA. I hope we get to that final, and I hope we win. But I think right now what's really important is we need to all show up, and we need to destroy those teams that need to be destroyed in a competitive soccer way, not every on another violent way, but you know where I'm going with that. So 
keep that up if you're not watching you should be watching because i really do think it's uh it kind of brings nations together i really do i think the world cup is an amazing time where people unite behind their team and they all have the ultimate goal of winning so let that be england please god please let that happen i would love you forever and ever and ever but anyway thank you all we're gonna wrap up this episode thank you thank you thank you thank you all so much for listening if you're listening on podcast right now for watching on youtube if you are uh quickly alex i super appreciate your feedback i'm looking into when it's on when i do youtube videos like this one as well he was mentioning there's segments and some videos and i've seen it too on youtube where you can kind of segment out the video it might not happen on this one, but I am definitely looking into it. I think there is a, you have to have a certain number of subscribers, but we will eventually do that on Spot of Nerds. So stay tuned for that. But I appreciate the feedback because I love that type of stuff is it's, it's, it's helping me grow this channel. It's helping me expand the skills and the talent that hopefully I can, can hopefully that I can keep bringing you amazing epic content like this. So thank you so much to everybody that's, listens and watches and contributes comments please 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 as you know go ahead hit that subscribe button right down below give me the likes comment share me listen to me whatever you do in the world of this to get the message out i super duper appreciate everybody that helps out and uh sending all my love and support to you all so with that said we will see you guys next time later y'all quick here's your end credit scene uh on hulu right now if you want to watch something from the past especially if you were a 90s kid all of the save by the bell shows are currently on hulu uh you have the original save by the bell save by the bell the college years remember when they went to hawaii and you cannot forget the zach and kelly wedding that was in vegas i'm actually re-watching some of these um these shows, especially the college years, I actually really enjoyed the college years. These shows are so bad, but they are so fucking good. So if you really do want to kind of have a little bit of a blast from the past, definitely go back and watch some of these Saved by the Bell shows because they are fucking awesome. And God, it makes me miss the 90s. I miss the 90s so, so bad. People had brains, could communicate with each other, you know, people respected one another to a level i know i'm not an idiot but the bottom line is the 90s was such a great time than what it is right now god if i had a time machine i'll leave it at that I think of the dead all the time.
and about the living who I lost. I tried to get to you and your brother again and again. It's too far for the radio now, I know that. But I still got you, and you got me. We're connected. We're still connected. I think about them all, every to day. everybody we ever loved. Their faces, what I learned from them, how they made me who I am. So much more than all this made me who I am. We'll always be together, even when we're apart. We, together, are the strongest thing. We're love, and love is endless. So we, those gone, all of our lives, those away, becoming one life. We are endless. We're together, pieces of a whole that just keep going for what we gave each other. One unstoppable life. You showed me that. You gave me that. I know you're back there. I know your brother is back there, just as sure as I know he's out there, somewhere. Not just as a part of us, he's alive out there. I will find him. Because I know he's trying to find us.
get to start over. We're the ones who live.